Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So I'm still getting used to this whole Wednesday night thing here with Tech 5 Radio, but we really are enjoying it. Yeah, I would imagine. What do you Wednesday's think about? A, Wednesday's a better time to listen. Don't you think so? Right? Like Friday, I'm like hanging out with my wife trying to catch up something, right? right? Okay. Yeah. Because Wednesday, you, I'm, I'm wanting to know what's going on in the could, world. You could catch up with your wife while listening to Tech 5 Radio, right? That's very, very yeah, true. Right. Very true. <laughs> you give me a dirty look. Like, no just, way, dude. Uh, I don't think my wife would appreciate that one. <laughs> Uh, I tell you what, we love being on Wednesdays. It's, it's definitely a change for us, but for us, yeah, we feel like we're getting a few more listeners and yeah. just kind of more in the in the thick of things as far as that goes. And Get some more news out there, yeah. Exactly. And with every Tech Vibe radio, these days, man, we've got some great guests that are stopping by. we got to kick off like immediately. We cannot even mess around because there's action to be told. Yeah. So much going on. So, yeah. Misha, first off, Misha Gerhardt. Thanks for hanging out with us. Of course. First off, tell us about your company real quick with uh, Red Tree Web Design. Uh, yeah, so Red Tree Web Design is uh, we're a web agency. We specialize in user experience and full stack development. Yeah. So we just recently moved down to Southside. We're really excited about being super close to the city. We like the energy. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been in business now for we just celebrated our fourth year. Four actually. years. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, very we're, cool. We are um, also, which tees a little bit into RedShare, but yeah. um, we are an all-female staffed company. Really? Yeah. I wish, Jonathan, I yeah. wish that I could tell you that I did this 100% intentionally. But it just but worked out that way. I was just going to say, cool. they were just good culture fits. And, right. like, and the next thing I knew, I looked around and I got a staff Wait of five. Second. i got five people here. Right. I, I got awesome five women, women here. Yeah, cool. in tech, which is great. So let's talk about women in tech because you have a really cool event that's yeah. coming up. And that, you reached out to me and said, hey, I got this cool event. I read about the event. I'm like, wait a second. got to stop by the show. we got to help your promote this because there's so much going on when it comes to giving women like power in the workplace, especially around technology. Right. And uh, obviously I'm so, I didn't realize that every one of your company is a woman. So yeah. that's really freaking cool. Well, which teed me specifically yeah. into this event, right? So I am yeah. a board member of Red Chair Pittsburgh yeah. and, and Red Chair is a nonprofit that basically serves women in tech, right? Eliminating that pay gap mm-hmm. of women in tech. Exactly. And one of the biggest reasons that we see this, you know, there's tons and tons of research that basically says one of the huge pay gaps is because women don't know how to negotiate well, especially not as well as men. I think I need to go to this course because I can't negotiate very well either. <laughs> you are not the first guy that has told me this, right? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we really want to – so what we're going to do is we are having um, – Taya Cohen, who is a professor at Tepper, mm-hmm. she's coming in. She's doing a hands-on workshop Some, for on September 14th. For right? September 14th, yeah. Alpha Lab Gear. We're super excited about this. I'm super excited to be able to host this, to be able to sponsor it. Yeah. Um, I know that in my community, too, I've seen a lot of women that are – you know, they're frustrated. They don't know how to ask for that pay increase. They don't know how to ask for the salary negotiation. Or even I have a lot of women saying, listen, I need to learn how to negotiate better for my company, right? Exactly. So there's tons right. of different ways that this negotiation could be applied to Well, this is really career. exciting. So you've got this event happening, which is on September the 14th. You can go to this event and kind of pick up some of the, the basic skills. Yep. And really got to get the gears turning. Being yeah. like, yeah, now, you know, to really incentivize. So yeah. maybe... 
give us some of the overviews to what we can expect if we show up and, and check this thing out. One of the biggest things is learning how to establish your value and then to present your value, right? Okay. So that's what that's basically the biggest thing is definitely all of this is just realizing, hey, this is what I'm worth and this is what I can actually do right. to move my professional career forward, right? So that's the big thing is she's going to run through a lot of slides. We're working right now kind of nailing down the actual course. Gotcha. But a lot of it is just value-based, right? Definitely. How to take that value and present it. Yeah. Right. And sometimes it's just it's just actually having someone kind of present the obvious to you in right. many, many ways. Because right. we're all lost in the thick of things. We can't see mm-hmm. the forest or the trees or the trees of the forest. I never remember how that how that goes. <laughs> but at the end of the day, just to have that – that step aside, mm-hmm. attend something, mm-hmm. and have someone talk about, no, this is how you can actually you know, say what your value is and how you can then, based on that, say, no, I actually need to make this per year. Or for my client or my customers, here's how you know, we want to you know, judge our valuation and stuff like that. So yeah. that's exciting to me. Yeah, yeah. And even – so the other aspect of this too is like I've had a lot of women. So obviously since this is through Red Chair, yeah. uh, we really want to try to develop more women in tech. Definitely. But I had this woman come up to me and she's like, hey, listen, I'm a, I'm a real estate agent and I'd love to come to your workshop. Can like, I'm course. not in tech. Right. Yeah. So yes, like – and I've been telling a lot of women this, like – our curriculum is going to be based towards women in tech. But listen, if you come and just switch out that word tech for real estate or that word tech for, for management or whatever that is, definitely, this is still going to be a huge value to you. And that's for women at all levels as mm-hmm. well too because it starts from someone who's just entering the workforce all right. the way to someone that's been in the workforce for a while and is you know, in senior management even. Exactly. We really try to focus on the mid-career woman. Okay. But again, at the same thing, you know, like I'm, I'm bringing my intern in and I'm bringing you know, younger college kids. Yeah. In, right? So it's well, how like, great to bring super young people in to uh, really get their gears turning on that. Exactly. Like start them young, right? So mid career is great because you know they want to get to that next step, but let's also start at college level and really have them establish their value and learn how to negotiate as they're going into their career path, right? Very much so. so yeah, negotiations. Yeah. I, I, I wish I could check this out from afar. And, Maybe See we might let you, on. you know, sit you in the back corner. Just, kind of thing. just, just I'll peek my head to the door. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to learn some negotiation skills too. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody does, right? And yeah. that, that's the biggest thing is, you know, we really are trying to focus more on women. But I mean, these are huge skills that just, especially with yeah. women, as I've said. So let's talk really about Red Chair Pittsburgh real quick. Yeah. Uh, they've been no stranger to Tech Vibe Radio. We love the work they're doing. When they, anytime we have an opportunity to help promote what they're doing, we want to do it because we believe so deeply in the fact that, man, we want tech and business in general mm-hmm. to, to help everybody and have, have women have the chance to really rise up and, and bring their game to the table as far as that is. So obviously they, they get behind events like this. What else is Red Chair up to? What, what, what attracted you to be you know, part of Red Chair and, and help them put on events like this? Yeah. So actually, I had a, a, a long journey to come to Red Chair. So okay. uh, Red Chair gives scholarships to women every single year. And it has been slowly increasing just because of the amount of sponsors that we're getting. Right. Right. right, right. I was actually a recipient of one of Red Chair's scholarships. Ah, super cool. Yeah. And then after that, I, 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 I soak out Julia and basically it said, listen, I'm thank you. You know, yeah. let me help. That's so cool. Uh, yeah. So my company uh, donated the Red Chair website pro bono, right? Nice. Just to kind of say thank you. I thought you. that was a pretty snappy website. Hey, thank yeah. you. I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, but on top of that, too, I, you know, I think Julia was just basically like, listen, you know, we need some good leadership in Red Chair, you know, yeah. we're starting a board, things like that. So she had asked me to come on the board and have been very grateful ever since. I mean, there are some serious powerhouses right. in our board. 
and I'm very, very grateful to be in the same room at the same table. Yeah. Uh, but building on top of that, I think, you know, mostly because of the the board and because of the need, you know, where there's it's a hot button topic of women Absolutely. in tech right now because it needs to be talked about. We're increasing a lot of the events in 2019. So we used to have an annual event in November. We are still going to have that. Yep. We're also increasing a lot of the events that other board members are um, are going to be hosting. And the other thing, too, is I don't remember exact dates on a lot of those, but please, anyone that's listening, go to redchairpgh.com, yeah. okay. and you can see all of our events. You know, we're doing stuff with Strong Women, Strong Girls. We're doing stuff with DDI. Definitely. Uh, we're doing a lot of things. And, and we used to just have the one event. Now we're increasing to about four. So the biggest thing for us is just trying to get that education, trying to get that value yeah. out, and really trying to help. And September 14th is a great one to start with, all about negotiations, empowering women to really get value that they know they're worth and, exactly. and move up on, on the ladder as far yeah. as that goes. So, so Red Chair Pittsburgh, Red Chair PGH. Red Chair PGH dot org. Or, I'm sorry, dot org. Man, yep. I'm messing it up today. You're what good. is wrong with me? And uh, from there, you can obviously go and register for this event, which I yes. think is super important. Yeah, September definitely. the 14th, mm-hmm. mark your calendar. Yeah, and definitely. The other thing I will mention mm-hmm. as well, so September 14th is a Saturday, Okay, uh, but <clears throat> we are also going to have childcare. Ah, with Pro Flexible. Bono. I saw that. Right, exactly. So... We understand Saturdays are kind of tough for a lot of moms, especially mid-career. Right? Bring your kids. Bring your kids. Well, We're going to have flexible there. So this whole thing is to really make it super easy for people, women, to come absolutely. and get some more value. And flexible is going to be at our Tech 50 event on hey. September 25th because we want people to attend and bring their kids. So That's great awesome. stuff. Oh, Misha, thank you for hanging out with us and talking Thanks, about this event. We need to have you back on a regular basis to keep us up to date with what's going on with Red Chair and promote the events that are really helping this community out. Yeah. Great stuff. You. Hey, we're taking a quick break. We're coming back with a lot more Tech Vibe Radio. This is Jonathan Kirsting with the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. Hey, thanks for keeping your dial tuned right here to Tech Vibe Radio. This is Jonathan Kirsting with the Pittsburgh Technology Council. And we love mixing it up here on Tech Vibe on our Wednesday nights. You know, Sometimes we, we go outside of the studio in KDKA. We actually bring it into our podcast studio here at, at, at the uh, Pittsburgh Technology Council headquarters. And as such, we're doing right now. And I got a really cool guest with me. I've been hanging out with him a little bit before recording this. Got to know Michael Yoon a little bit better. And Michael Yoon's with PNC Bank. And I would say Michael's got one of the coolest titles out there. Now, hang on with me this one. He's the Institutional Asset Management Investment Market Director. Did I get that right, Michael? Pretty close. I like right. it. Pretty close. What did I miss? <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> no, it's good. Excellent. Hey, welcome to the show today. Thank you so much for having me out, Jonathan. Really excited. First off, PNC has been one of these, like, I mean, absolute true partners with the Pittsburgh Technology Council. I mean, literally, I've been with the council for over 20 years, and PNC is locked up with us all the time. And it's always fun for us to take our partners and bring them on air because PNC does some really cool work. I mean, there's so many things that PNC does. I mean, it's not just banking at the end of the day. And so for us to put a spotlight on the things that PNC does, and more importantly, the people behind it, the Michael Younes that are there with PNC Bank, it's just right. a, lot of, it's a lot of fun for us. So I really appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us so we can kind of talk about more what PNC is up to, what you're doing, and how you guys are really transforming Pittsburgh no, at the end it. of the day. So Pleasure cool. being here. Great, great, great. First off, what's your background real quick? Who is Michael Yoon? Oh, right. So I appreciate that. Uh, been at PNC now for about eight years. Yeah. Uh, previously to that, another bank here locally and then was in Dallas for a, another large bank. So I've been in the investment management industry for over 20 years now. Okay. 
Yeah. Very cool. I think you have a lot of fun with what you do. Uh, depends on how the market's doing. Okay. <laughs> you never know these days. <laughs> this year's been a little bit easier. The end of last year, maybe a little bit less so because the market took a little bit of a downturn. But uh, this year's been okay. Yeah. So, yeah. What, so tell us what, what's behind that long title of yours. What, what goes behind that? What, what, what are you doing day to day at PNC? Yeah. No, appreciate the question. So at uh, Institutional, we're, we only deal with uh, non-individuals. So it's okay. going to be endowments and foundations, right. a lot of the nonprofits, um, uh, pensions as well, so corporations. Yeah. So we're fortunate in terms of um, my role is to oversee the group to make sure that we're taking care of clients. Whoa, you got some responsibilities on your hands here. You're talking about a lot of money. Yeah, there's <laughs> That's lots of transacting clients. here. Yeah, no, appreciate that. It. Uh, I try not to feel that burden because uh, you maybe don't do as well. But I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. Well, right when you wake up, you start thinking about clients, exactly. and uh, it's like, did exactly. I remember that? But uh, hopefully, if any clients listening, you know, I usually take care of all of those uh, do. situations. But right, it's just trying to make sure we're delivering the best we can for clients. Right. And then they so talked about so so. At the end of the day, you're talking about pension funds. You're talking about nonprofits. So they're basically taking their money and having you guys invest it so they can see a return on that money. Exactly. And it empowers them to do the things that they need to do by getting that return on investment so they can do the work that they need and pay the people they need so they can live. Absolutely, yeah. important They're, stuff. Right. In western Pennsylvania, we have an awful lot of clients in the hundreds. And so we're very fortunate that uh, a lot of the social service agencies and such that we can support and help in multiple ways but also in terms of their investments and trying to make sure that – they need certain spending for administration and such, so we, um, you know, put together a portfolio that meets that, and to make sure they can keep the lights on and uh, pay the people and everything else in Western Pennsylvania. Right. So we're very fortunate to be a large part of, of that community. Definitely. So you, obviously, you've got a pretty big team of women and men underneath you and with, working with you to make all this type of happen. Tell me a little about your team and how you guys work every day. Uh, it's a great team. Um, very fortunate to work with them. Um, and since I've been there about seven years, most of them I've either directly hired or been certainly part of. But they're really a good group that's dedicated to clients. And um, as much as people would say that generically, I think right. if anyone came to our group and talked to anyone and how we interact with each other, help out each other, um, when you run into a client situation, pick each other's brain. Definitely. Um, it's just a very strong um, atmosphere to make sure that – and especially some of the newer people coming into our organization and trying to okay. get, like, their feet wet. Definitely. So to me, I always tell them, hey, when you're at PNC, you're very fortunate to be involved in a lot. But then you also have the depth of experience of all the different people within our group. So when you run into different situations, you're not on your own. Uh, we have an awful lot of depth and uh, experience in how to deal with clients and yeah. how to help clients. That makes a lot of sense. It must make it a very, I guess, empowering and engaging place to show up every day and, and do your best, right? Yeah, because you don't know exactly what you're going to get into. Uh, a lot of clients have different situations that come up. They're going through certain situations, positive, negative. Right. So they loop us in to say, can you help us with this? Have you ever heard this before? Typically we have, but, you know, you get surprised uh, here and there. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's nice to be able to help people. And they come to you to try to help out in different yeah. situations. But it's been a great experience. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you're obviously like a top partner with these folks. I mean, they're, 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 they're counting on you, right? At the end of the day, they're like, we know that PNC is going to make the right moves with, with their investments and give them the returns that they're looking for and to help them move forward. We uh, take that very seriously. doesn't mean I always get all the right moves, but we're always trying to do the best we right. can for clients. Absolutely. Because it's a big bur- it's a big. I don't want to say burden, but it's it's you want to do as best as you can, especially because you you look around. You're a lot of these clients I see downtown. A lot of clients I go out to see. Um, 
you just genuinely want to do the best you can for them because you know it helps out Western Pennsylvania. Very good point. At the end of the day, I mean, we're such a tight knit community here. I mean, everybody kind of knows everybody at the end of the day. Like they say, Pittsburgh's at you know two degrees of separation, not seven degrees of separation. So right. every day, you're, you're you're literally seeing the people that you're working with and working for and everything like that. Yeah, I mean, to that point, I feel like when we haven't done a good job for a client, it, it affects me personally, and I know that since you're talking about yeah. how small the community is. I feel like in every situation we want to do our best because right. it's a small community and we just need to do our best and we don't want to have situations where we didn't try to get everything we could for a client. Very much so. So tell me about like obviously you've been there for seven years. That's a, a good time for someone in your position. I think people tend to kind of like move around. But it seems like you've been there for a while and obviously because PNC is probably going to be a pretty cool place to work. I'm assuming obviously with the size that it has, it offers the benefits and the amenities. But it's obviously producing a work environment that keeps you challenged. I mean you're a smart guy. I'm, I'm assuming you can do this at any bank that you want to do. <laughs> no, you know your stuff. You're not in the position that you're at without having some, some, some smarts on you. That's for sure. So what's it about PNC that really keeps you there and keeps you fired up? Oh, again, I'm, I'm fortunate. I work downtown in the tower. It's a nice, pretty big new building. That is an awesome building. I yeah. love being able to go in there. It is fantastic. Yeah, if you ever need a tour, certainly come over and let us know. As but, long as um, it ends on the top floor with the patio thing that's going on up there. Yeah, but on the patio, there's like glass, um, a glass fence. So to me, right. I get a little bit of an uh, oh, issue that. where it's like, uh-oh. Uh, it is a little weird when you You're kind of high up there. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll hold on to the side. You okay. can go wander I'll off. Go with, I'll edge. wander yeah. off. Okay. Yeah. No, again, it's, uh, it's just a, a great working environment. Uh, PNC itself, through its foundation and such, Helps out a lot of the local nonprofits and, and endowments. Right. I mean, all the all the um, situations that we're in with, uh, if any situation better for worse that's coming across uh, Pittsburgh, certainly PNC is usually a part of it. So to me, it's just because we're part of a vibrant uh, community and being able to provide solutions and being part Definitely. of answers for clients. Well, you said part of the community. I mean, obviously, PNC is a huge part of that community. Like I said, on so many levels. I mean, with what you do for getting the right funding and the right capital to companies that are growing, to investments for companies that need that for their future use, to partnering up with the Pittsburgh Technology Council on things like Tech 50, which is just right around the corner. I know there's so many places that PNC is around there, and having men and women like you be there just makes it, like, all the cooler as far as that goes. So we've got about a minute or so left. Just what are your thoughts in general about Pittsburgh kind of moving and grooving and heading forward the way it's been doing lately? No, it's, it's, it's wonderful to see because there's opportunity. There's a um, growing population. There is uh, – Certainly just a lot of opportunity at, at, at PNC and elsewhere. So to me, when you're part of a growing community trying to do better, trying to be make things um, you know, better or improve, I think that's kind of the main Definitely. issue. And, and again, but part of PNC, given our size and everything else, you just get to see a lot, be a part of a lot, and um, – try to do the best we can. So it's been Absolutely. an honor to be part of that. So cool, man. I'm so glad I got to talk to you, man. You got me all fired up. Well, I'm all fired up about biking, <laughs> so I'm hoping I can come back someday and talk about biking. We will definitely talk about biking. <laughs> I was glad to know that you are a cyclist just like me, and Pittsburgh is a great town for that. There's yeah. some good stuff. So we'll definitely hang out and turn the cranks together and have some fun. Look forward to that. Michael Yoon, thanks for hanging out with us on Tech Vibe today. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Enjoyed it. No worries at all. Hey, we're taking a quick break, and we are coming back with more action here on Tech Vibe Radio. This is Jonathan Kirsting. Learn more about the Tech Council at pghtech.org. Thanks for keeping your dial tuned right here to Tech Vibe Radio on 
KDKA. This is Jonathan Kirsting, and we're actually hanging out in the Huntington Bank podcast studio here at the PTC's headquarters. And I've got, I think, a really, really cool and powerful segment coming your way because I love it when technology is solving a really tough problem. And it's a problem that's kind of crazy out there. And I don't think many people know about this, but I mean, domestic violence is a really big deal. It impacts so many women, not just in the United States, but around the world. And keeping people safe is a big deal. And when you have a technology solution to make that happen, it becomes even cooler. And so I was really happy to talk to our guys here, Phil Kostler from Spirant and Kathy Marisic from the uh, Women's Center about this new app called Are You Safe? It's actually not new, new, new. It's been out for a little more than a year, but new to me. And when I heard about what this app is doing and how it's, it's literally saving people's lives and keeping people safe, I'm like, we got to talk about this and learn about how these two organizations kind of came together here in Pittsburgh to build something that's actually getting some, uh, some, some global roots, which I think is very exciting. So first off, guys, welcome to the show today. Thank you. Thank you. Let's start with some introductions first so our listeners know who is who. So Kathy, tell us about yourself real quick and what you do with the uh, Women's Center. I work for the Women's Center and Shelter, and I promote the app, Are You Safe, yeah. which is a life-saving app that's involved with um, domestic violence. Absolutely. And Phil? Uh, so Phil Kostler. I'm the director of Tech Solutions for Aspirant and been in IT for the last 30 years nice. building applications and glad to be able to help in yeah. this area. So you've built a ton of applications over the I past am. 30 years, right? I can, while, I can only yeah. imagine all the cool <laughs> stuff that you've been able to build. But it must be extra rewarding that when you build something – it's really helping people, like, literally saving a life. Yeah. It makes yes. it extra special, I bet. Huh? It, it, was, uh, it was a privilege to get involved at the start, and we're, we're thrilled. Uh, the entire organization is thrilled to maintain our partnership with the shelter and continue the work. Yeah. Very much so, absolutely. So before we get kind of started about the app, uh, Kathy, tell us, just give us some, some kind of key stats just to really kind of showcase just, you know, the depth and the impact of domestic violence in, in, in the country, or if you can localize it to Pittsburgh or Allegheny County. What, what, sure. what are we looking at these days? Uh, domestic violence, their statistics are staggering when you think that one in four women are abused by their intimate partner. Crazy. Um, when you think that four women are murdered every single day across the United States so by their intimate partner. Across the United States, four women a day are dying. Yeah. And then oh, when you geez. think about in seconds that every nine seconds a woman's beaten by her intimate partner. That's just awful. Oh, it is. Yeah. I mean, that's – good Lord. Like that's enough to say, okay, there's a big problem here. How do we keep this from happening? In this day and age – some of the best ways to solve problems is with obviously some leading-edge technology that's right in the palm of our hands through our smartphones. So tell us about this Are You Safe app. And if people want to learn more about it, it's, it's capital R-U safe app. Yes, capital R, capital U, capital safe, or okay. capital S, S safe. for safe, absolutely. Right. Yeah, 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 no, for sure, for sure. Well, Are You, are you Safe is a life-saving app. Okay. It has um, many features within it available on Android and Apple. It has a dangerous assessment that you can take for yourself or you can take to help someone else. Ah. Once you take the assessment, the app um, calculates whether your relationship seems to be abusive or not. And when it shows up that it is abusive, it connects you to help, professional domestic violence help. Right. There's over 1,500 hotlines in the app. And when you think of another statistic. Wow, there's that many hotlines. 1,500 hotlines across the United States. And on a typical day, there's 20,000 calls made to shelters across the United States. Crazy. So right. if, when you connect to, um, through to one of the hotlines, you can reach a domestic violence professional and get help that's needed. 
Interesting. There's Interesting. many uh, features about the app. Yeah, tell us about those. So one of, one of my favorites is the journaling tool. Okay. You can text, you can record, or you can send a photo. Mm-hmm. Um, you set up a predetermined private email that the abuser doesn't know about. Right. And all of the information that you put in there is secure. Okay. The only person no who can see it is the email that it's sent to. Interesting. So that way you know anything you're reporting and talking about is completely confidential. No one's going to find it. Brings that stress level down a little bit so you know you can start talking about this and start finding a solution to get out of it. Exactly. Right? And it can be upheld in a court proceeding. Ah, okay. That's interesting. So it's at a level to where it can be used as evidence then, right? Exactly. Interesting. Wow. So how long is the assessment when you download? Is it, some, is it a bunch of questions? I mean, it's like 10 to 12 questions okay. based on which one you take. I got so it. I yes got or you. no questions. And, you know, you just yes and go on about midway through. If you've answered a lot of yeses, it will say, you know, your relationship seems to be abusive. You may need right. to seek help. Okay. And based on your location is how you get connected to exactly. one of the Exactly. So it knows where you are. And based on your geolocation, then it tells you that here are the, the things that are closest exactly. and most accessible to you as far yeah. as that goes. Yeah, it's it's uh it's an interesting thing because when we typically talk to people about the assessment, and you tell people you know it's a, it's a ten ten questions, and when you look at them, you think, well, how, how would somebody not know that they're that they're in this this uh, relationship, this dangerous relationship? And I think you know it's been my experience in working with the shelter and the, and the folks there that they they really don't. And even this It's kind of like you're so act, in the middle of this, it, you don't quite realize just how bad exactly. it is, right? Going through and forcing yourself to really evaluate based on these questions gives you that, that information that you need to say, you know, I, I really need to, to do something about this. Yeah. yeah. So how did, how did Aspirant and the, and the Women's Center come together to put this app together? Yeah, so uh, it was actually, it was uh, several years ago um, in the office building uh, that my team originally uh, worked out of. It just so happened that one of the other tenants in the building uh, I had known from uh, a previous life, so to speak, and we ran into each other, and she is uh, on the board at the shelter, and they had been talking about putting together uh, an assessment, an app that allowed uh, these questions to get answered and, and, to, and to direct folks to support. And, uh, you know, we kind of ran into each other. She said, hey, you guys do apps, right? Uh, would you be interested in... We know you do an app from yeah, time to time, you guys, sure. You guys do that computer stuff. Would you be interested in, uh, in, in talking through this? And so, you know, I jumped at the chance, sure, let's, let's talk. So, Definitely. Uh, went to the shelter, met the folks out there, saw what was going on, talked through the app. Um, at that time, not a big technical challenge to do what they were looking for, happy to do it. Uh, Isn't it amazing how sometimes the simplest of solutions oh, absolutely. can make such a powerful difference? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, uh, we put together the initial app, and um, it just kind of blossomed from there. Uh, and it became, it really has now become uh, one of our, one of Aspirants, you know, the biggest uh, community outreach that, that, really? that we work with. Yeah, we are very, very close cool. partners now with the shelter and everybody at the company has really made this uh, an important part of, of, uh, of the work we do. That is, I love hearing those types of stories. Yeah. It, it all kind of comes together. Give us some, some stats on, on the app itself. Like, I mean, it's, I'm sure it's been it's downloaded a bunch and well, yeah. you're seeing it in action. So give us some, some ideas on that. It's been downloaded um, over 3,800 times. So when, And then the part that's more um, to me is that it's been opened over 8,000 times. Uh, ah, okay. So when you think wow. that 8,000 times 
somebody, right. either the victim themselves or somebody trying to help a victim, opened an app to connect to the help that they needed. One of the things that's in the app is a guide, okay. and it's a guide to safety planning. Because when a woman actually makes the decision to leave her abuser. They need to plan to get out, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the most dangerous time. Exactly. So the guide in there is a safety planning uh, guide to help them connect to help and to safely escape the abuse. Interesting. Like I said, simple things given to you at the right mm-hmm. time can make all the difference. And so knowing that 8,000 times someone's gotten some information that's helping them out. Yeah, to save a life. Wow, that's such cool stuff. That is, and you said once again, if you just go to the, the Apple Store, if you go to the Android, you can download. Absolutely, this. it's a free, free mobile app, app, of course, right? And it's there ready to help you and, and give you that assessment and everything like that. Wow, very cool. Now, before we, we started uh, putting, hitting the old record button on this, uh, Phil, you were telling us a little bit about how you're also this is also being used uh, over in yes. the United Kingdom. So, uh, at the at the time that we got started with the uh, the initial app for the for the shelter. Um, we had a contact with a group called Hestia in the UK, which is a national organization that supports uh, victims of domestic violence. Uh, so we took a lot of the work that we did with the Women's Center, uh, worked with them, developed uh, a, an app that's pretty much the same, similar, their own level, their own content, their own take on some of the material. Right. Mm-hmm. And that is the important piece is the content. Uh, honestly, from a technical standpoint, uh, the development of the app was not extremely challenging. Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's, stuff. it's a content yeah. delivery. App. Exactly. Right. Um, so a little geolocation going on. A little there. bit of All geolocation. All stuff you can do in your sleep. Right. right. Absolutely. But the big thing is is really making sure that the content reaches people and strikes a chord. So, in any event, we uh, we worked with the, the Hestia organization, launched a similar app in the UK. Uh, that actually got the attention of the Vodafone Foundation. Uh, which is a, a big contributor to the Hestia organization. Makes sense. And uh, with their support, um, we are now taking the app, tailoring the content to potentially up to 27 markets in, in, the, in all of Vodafone's markets, uh, uh, tailoring the app both for localization, for languages, and for content and rolling it out across Europe. So we're very excited about that. you got to be completely stoked are, about that. We are that. really, I mean, really excited about, about that. Um, impacting a lot of people's lives there. That's really we, cool. We, we hope. I mean, the Vodafone Foundation, and if anybody is uh, familiar with Vodafone or is interested, um, they actually are, are uh, doing things in support of victims of domestic violence from a corporate level. Um, that are really groundbreaking. They are the, one of the first companies, I like think the first large global company to offer two weeks uh, paid leave for victims that, are, that need to, um, I don't know how to put it, reset their lives, exactly, so, so to right. speak. Uh, exactly. So they, this is a big cause for them. And so the opportunity to work at, at taking this, this, this app and, and really rolling it out is, is a big deal for them. So we're very excited about yeah. that. Uh, we're also working with uh, with them and Hestia to roll out a little bit of a different kind of app or different kind of content, and it's uh, around the perpetrators themselves. Uh, we're, I, I, we're calling it Project Hope. Uh, it's an app for frontline workers, police, fire, doctors, social workers, uh, what, what they call in the U.K. frontline anyway. Uh, I would assume it's the same thing here. It seems to be the same uh, thing here. Absolutely. Yeah, but... Um, and it's really uh, information, getting information into the hands of those frontline workers so that they understand how to deal with a convicted abuser um, and, and what are triggers and what are the best ways to deal with various circumstances and how to help them 
um, because they need help as well. Exactly. Uh, and so, so that's an area that we hope to, to bring that back to the shelter and, and continue our work here with the, 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 the women's shelter here in Pittsburgh and hopefully take that same say, information. So that, that's maybe the next step when it comes well. to working with, yeah. with the women's shelter here. Yeah. yeah. So Fantastic. I'm so glad you guys linked up. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's been a great partnership. I mean, it seems like an awesome partnership. Absolutely. So, um, Kathy, if people want to learn more about the women's shelter, where can they go and, and learn more? Um, Women's Center and Shelter of Greater Pittsburgh has its own site, yeah. Women's Center Shelter of Greater Pittsburgh. Okay. You can get help there. And Are You Safe has areyousafe.net. Excellent. I encourage people that want to help to download Are You Safe, to, right. to familiarize themselves with it. It's an education app as well as, you know, applicable to Interesting. It makes a lot people. of sense. Yeah, by going through it, you can learn to see the signs, uh, not only with yourself, but obviously with, with family, right. friends, and loved ones. And, and learning some of those signs just through the app itself can eventually save a life. Definitely. Really encourage people to do that. People learn more about Aspirant. Where can they go and check you guys uh, out? Aspirant.com. Uh, we are a, uh, a management consulting firm here uh, on the North Shore. Yeah. And, Your uh, next-door neighbors us here at the Pittsburgh Tech Council. Right? Absolutely. Uh, stop, grab a beer at the Federal Galley, and come up and see us. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so we're a, a management consulting firm, and I am fortunate enough to, to be the director of the Tech Solutions Group, so we do a lot of web and app development as well. Great stuff. And I love it when you're doing solutions like this. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. And thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. No problem. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Great yeah. stuff. Absolutely. Hey, this is Jonathan Kirsting with the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Learn more about the Tech Council by going to pghtech.org. Follow us on Twitter at pghtech. So glad you're spending your night with us here on Tech Vibe Radio. This is Jonathan Kirsting with the Pittsburgh Technology Council. And I'll tell you what, one of the best parts of my job is I get to meet and hang out with some of the coolest tech companies. And at the, at the Tech Council, some of our members, like, they've been around for 50 years. Like, tech was happening in its infancy 50 years ago. And some companies that are still around, and they keep evolving, and they keep crushing it. And one of these companies is ASA, and I have Scott and Mitch Lieb here to talk about the evolution of this company that their father was a co-founder of. So, guys, welcome to the show today. Thank you very much. So, Scott, yeah, yeah and Mitch, absolutely. So, Scott, real quick, give us your background real fast and what you do with the company. Sure. I'm Scott Lieb. I'm president and CEO of ASA. Uh, the company is Applied Systems Associates, and even the name itself has a funny story in that my parents started the company. They thought that ASA sounded cool and techy, and so they wanted nice. to name the company that, and then they made up words to match, to match the letters the uh, after the fact. So, <laughs> so they built the acronym and then went backwards from it. They did. They did. Nice. So, uh, so that was our backwards founding. Uh, so the company is focused on and always has been on the reinforcing steel industry, the rebar industry. Right. And that's those are the, the bars that are inside concrete to help reinforce the concrete and support it keeps the, the bridges standing up and the buildings <clears throat> standing straight and all that kind of good anything stuff. that has yeah. concrete right i mean um buildings bridges right. um yeah uh, the last time i checked there is no lack of concrete anywhere and there's always more being poured so obviously the rebar industry is huge industry and they need your technology to, to keep it straight for lack of a better term yeah so. it, it is i mean it's uh, also a very pittsburgh story that we're a software company relating to the steel industry uh, my father uh, worked for u.s steel in the 1960s uh, he was fresh out of college a math major and he was put on a project to figure out how to optimize cutting rebar with very little scrap. And so that was his first introduction to computers. He really liked it. He was and building algorithms back then. Yeah, he was building an algorithm to so optimize cool. cutting steel and then uh, worked for another company for a while and then had an inkling to start his own company. So he uh, founded ASA. And since he knew a little bit about rebar and the steel industry, he decided to 
have the company focus right. on that. Very cool. And that was the, the beginning of the company. And so, Mitch, besides being Scott's brother, what do you do with the company and what's your role? Well, um, like Scott, I started off doing development um, back in the 80s. Okay. Um, at this point, I do more administrative kind of things. Gotcha. Um, HR, accounting, operations. I'm the vice president of operations. Um, and I do keep my finger in a little bit in design. Very cool. So is, is it really cool being part of like a family company, a family tech company? I think it's just so awesome. Like you're going to work with your brother every day. And, and it's a very family-based company as it is because you've had so many employees that have been there for so long that I feel like it's, it's a big extended family of the Leaves in many ways, right? It really is. I mean, um, the, uh, the receptionist has been there longer than Scott has. So, um, so there's that. That's awesome. Um, but we do. We have a, a, a large number of people have been there 25 plus years. Right. And you guys both started on the, on the technical side of things. So you really know the inside and out of. We did. Of we company. both started in development, as Mitch said. And, I, and so we're working now on our fifth generation product. Um, right. The first product that my father worked on was, was on key punch cards. So people would handwrite an order of steel, okay. mail it to Pittsburgh. Uh, actually, we put it in the mail. Put it in the mail. All right. here. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes they would use an overnight courier. Right. Uh, back then, it was even pre-FedEx. There was um, Pure Later and a couple other uh, companies I that were, that they were Pure yeah, they were yeah, overnight. Absolutely. So you could express it to Pittsburgh. Um, we would then uh, enter all the data on punch cards. Uh, a card reader would read the order, produce reports, produce bundle tags for each bundle of steel. We would mail it back to our customers, and that was the beginning of the of the of the system. So, okay, it, it seems hard to believe. It does because it's so cool, though, people want these tags and everything on demand, and and they would have to they'd have plan to wait days. Yeah, right. right. Days in well, she shows you how. Society and business has sped up so much over the past 50 years. So then yeah. our second generation product used um, Digital Equipment Corporation, um, DEC um, PDP-11s. And Mitch and I both worked on that series of products. Oh, did you? Wow. And, okay. and then we also <laughs> were involved in migrating all of the software in Fortran from that system over to newfangled um, PCs. So, uh, and that was all in the DOS operating system. And okay. actually, Mitchell and I were a really good programming team oh, back yeah? in the day. Uh, Tell me about that a little bit. That's awesome. Well, uh, Mitch, I would say we were. Scott used to be, basically. Uh, I always say Scott would come up with an idea. I would figure out how to do it. Okay. He would improve the idea, <laughs> and then I would do it, and then okay. he would shine it up. Did that create any um, sibling rivalry as you guys would do this? Really, it was no. just, we, we, you guys always worked together as kids. We, and stuff? Yeah, I mean, you know, originally uh, when the system was on this, the PDP 11, that's a generation two, okay. uh, there were just individual programs, and Mitch decided that we should have a menu system to be able to more easily run the system. Actually, so, actually uh, Glenn Joyce, who is one of our vice presidents, decided we should have a menu. My father thought this was unnecessary. Really? Okay. But I, I thought it was a good idea. Nice. And so I did this um, to please Glenn. And, and then, of course, my father thought that was really a great idea once it was once done. Once it was right. done, he's like, wow, that's pretty smart. That was pretty great. So we had yeah, written – There were there – we, like, yeah. I mean, Tim, Kathy, Michelle, and I pretty much converted the entire and system. And Frank also. And helped. Frank. Yeah. Wow. Over, over uh, from the PDP-11 to So PCs. these are some of our key employees back in the 80s who are right. still with ASA still with today, today. That's, uh, which is that's pretty exciting. That's extended right, family. Right. People don't stay that long so, if they're and, and, family. And looking at our second generation product and then the third generation, which was DOS, we were writing like 
kind of ground level software to help manage data entry, like actually writing a screen system and mm-hmm. our own database system, our own help system, uh, tutorials that would automate things. Okay. I mean, we wrote all different kinds of things to help with that, which right. is great. So then we moved from from DOS to Windows uh, in the late 1990s, and now we're finally moving everything to a cloud platform. Yeah, let's talk about that. Fifth generation yeah, let's product. talk about the here and now. Okay, I like that yeah. little miniature tour of the past 50 <laughs> years, but obviously now, I mean, you guys are obviously leaders in this industry. It's a very niche industry, but very important. And I'm, I'm assuming you probably are the standout company that's doing this type of solution. It, it is a very niche industry. I mean, few people think about rebar, let alone software for rebar. Exactly. Uh, and we have around 75 staff, uh, mostly in Pittsburgh, but we have some offices worldwide uh, in. Uh, we have an office in Colombia, South America, right. uh, in in India, in Australia, in the Middle East. Man, the sun does um, not set on AS. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, and we we have become the the world's largest provider of software for the rebar industry, right. uh, which is pretty exciting, even Definitely though it is the no. small niche industry. But these are the important so. things. That's why I love putting a spotlight on this, is because you know, like you can't take the rebar for granted. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, and so we have products to help estimate the rebar that's required for a structure. Um, CAD software to produce concrete and steel models of the okay. rebar so that the iron workers can place the steel. We have order entry software, scheduling, fabrication, inventory tracking, production tracking, load tracking, uh, contract management, invoicing. So the whole so gamut it's pretty is pretty much like a, a complete is. system for companies that fabricate Definitely. steel. And this is all available now on the cloud for the most part. That's Correct. That's what we're working on is our fifth generation product. So you could say we've gone from key punch to cloud yes. uh, <laughs> as we've as we moved our products along. And uh, it's it's been – it's been especially exciting as we've been developing our next generation products. We, we didn't just take the, the fourth generation Windows product and move it over. We really rethought how it should work and we're trying to incorporate some, you know, contemporary ideas into the product and, and make it work well for our customers. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, when we switched from DOS to Windows, um, we rethought that. But this is an even it's bigger jump. Bigger jump. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, we, we took a lot of our norms and sort of threw them out and thought, how could we do this better? And how can we how can we make it more intuitive? Um, and also the CAD product is now 3D modeling, right. which is which is yeah. huge. Wow. So, I mean, locally in Pittsburgh, some of the projects that we've worked on, yeah, are, really that, that our customers have worked on that okay. are of interest is, uh, you know, we our customers provided the steel for the Phantom's Revenge roller coaster, the, uh, very even, cool. even going back further um, to the Raging Rapids ride. I'm, <laughs> nice. I'm certain, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure for the new steel curtain roller coaster, uh, our customers also provided the rebar for PNC Park, yeah. Heinz Field, the Pittsburgh Airport, so you're, you're the like, PBG you're, you're Center. You're so. Pittsburgh here. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> pretty much anything that has concrete, uh, it's very likely that one of our customers provided the rebar using our software using for that software project in it. Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, and even you know nationally, we were one of our customers was involved in the um, reconstruction of the Pentagon after September 11th. Wow, so, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so some pretty big projects. That's that we've just been so involved awesome. With, so this, uh, this company that your father yeah. started back in 1969, and you guys continue to run and innovate and, and take it to the next level. So we've got about a minute or so left. What's next for ASA as you go onto the cloud? I mean, I'm assuming you, you keep moving forward. Well, we're we're trying to grow more internationally. We do have clients mm-hmm. worldwide, but we're uh, expecting that our new cloud-based product will make it even easier to implement, uh, and also make it easier to Definitely. to adapt it to different languages, different also different construction and building codes. So I think that that's that's one of the key things. But we and also, also want to make sure that we keep our local feel and and. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it's very important to us that, to keep our roots. Um, and, and not only that, our work atmosphere and our work ethic. I think the other thing with this new product is it will help us to um, branch out into um, sort of adjacent um, businesses. Very much so. Um, yeah. That like um, precast and things like that that are similar that have rebar in them, but it's gotcha. a little different than the right. way things work right now. Makes sense. Um, that's we got the next fifty years to do. Right, right, exactly, <laughs> and, and that's the, so exciting. The, and the new and, software is so much more flexible that right. it could really work. And with so, lots you know, while things. we have a lot of staff from uh, from the past, I also appreciate that we have a lot of new staff coming in and, and we're, we're able to, to welcome some new talent and new staff and, and appreciate that it's, it's the, the staff and our, and our key employees that have really helped to build our Without company over the last 50 years. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it's tough to put 50 years into 11 minutes, but we're almost out of time. If people want to learn more about ASA, where can they go and check you guys out? Uh, they can go to our website, which is uh, ASAHQ.com. Okay. Uh, that's probably the best place to go. Perfect. And, uh, you can read all about exciting ASA rebar software. Scott and Mitch, congratulations on 50 years. It's an amazing accomplishment. And so Thank I'm you so proud much. of what you guys have done. You're making Pittsburgh cool, man. Simple as that. Thanks for having us. It's great to be on your program. Thanks so much. Hey, everybody, we're taking uh, – actually, we're, we're done with our show today. I keep forgetting, man. Like, I just want to keep talking to people, but we've got to wind this thing up. So anyhow, keep tuning in to Tech Vibe Radio every single Wednesday here on KDKA. This is Jonathan Kirsting with the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.